Welcome to Stewardology, a podcast where two worlds collide. In this show, financial advisor Tim Russell and Reverend Drew Geisey come together to explore the intersection of financial stewardship and theology. Their unique perspectives help Christians and churches understand and apply a biblical framework for everyday financial decisions so Christians everywhere can improve and strengthen their walk with Christ through biblical stewardship. Before we get started, we just wanted you to know that the topics discussed in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific investment advice or recommendations. Investing and investment strategies involve risk, including the potential loss of principal. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Securities and advisory services are offered through Genios Wealth Management, member FINRA and CIPIC. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Tim Russell and Drew Geisey. I'm Tim Russell. And I'm Pastor Drew Geisey. And we welcome you to another episode of The The Stewardology Stewardology Podcast. Podcast. You're going to love it. We are in our fourth and final week of our Advent series, and this week we're going to be speaking about the fourth candle, which is known as the Angel's Candle, and it stands for love. The Gospel of Luke describes how the angel Gabriel appeared to a man named Zacharias, informing him that he and his wife would soon have a son. And Zacharias' son was John the Baptist, the one who preached that the Messiah was coming and baptized Jesus in the Jordan River. And, of course, we see the angels actively involved in the night of Jesus' birth as they interacted with the shepherds. Now, the reason why the angel's candle stands for love is it culminates the season with the birth of Christ, which is the greatest symbol of love that humankind could have ever received from our Heavenly Father. So we're going to jump right in and we're going to see how this Advent candle representing love connects not only our faith, but also our stewardship. So Tim, we have an opening question to kind of process this. So jump in. So how does love demonstrate the Advent? Mm. Hmm. So think for a minute. Um, most famous verse in the entire Bible. Everybody knows it. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes on him should not perish but have eternal life. Look, clearly God loves us. For that is why he sent his son, his one and only son, into the world so that we might have eternal life. He loved the world so much that he gave his son. When we think of love and we think about this from a stewardship perspective, I think one of the ways that we demonstrate love is through generosity, through through giving of ourselves to others. So I, I would like for us to begin the discussion by looking at how love manifests itself in our stewardship. We, there are three specific spheres in which we want to think about this. The first sphere where love manifests itself in our stewardship is, number one, generosity to God. Um, because God is very giving. That right? is his nature to give to us. He is generous towards us. We are to likewise emulate that back to him, give Amen. to him because it's all his anyway. He provided everything we have. Yeah. It is our joy, our delight to give back to God. 
Uh, we, we can do this three ways. We can give sacrificially, mm-hmm. giving above and beyond, especially at the end of the year. Many people look at their financial uh, rewards, see how God has blessed them this year, and they're looking for an opportunity of putting more of the wealth that God has given them back into circulation to support the ministries, the opportunities, the services that are doing such great work in the world. We actually have an episode talking about sacrificial giving, don't we? Yeah, episode 89. That's, that's what right. I thought. Yep. Yeah. And then the second thing we can do is give to the church. This is throughout the year. We Also, at the end of the year, we want to be generous towards God. We give to the Lord's work as the Lord has prospered and blessed us. And the third sphere is giving beyond your local church to other parachurch organizations. Mm-hmm. Uh, so giving sacrificially, this is above and beyond. This could be to a neighbor, a friend, meeting the physical needs. This is going well above and beyond in perhaps the way that you're supporting um, the particular ministries of your church. So it's a sacrificial mm-hmm. aspect. Then there's the giving to the church, and there's giving to other organizations, worthy organizations beyond that. And the second one we want to look, the second sphere is we want to of how we show love of how we show love in our stewardship is we want to save to protect and prepare for the future of your family some simple things some simple budgeting things and that is you want to protect your family but with an emergency fund without having some cash on hand when those emergencies come we're going to continually play the shell game where we're going to move our money around and take from this this category and move it to this category just to be able to make ends meet and in all reality it's just yeah. shuffling it around, and we're going to be at a loss at the end of the month or year. So, so we're showing love through having reserves, through living on less than we earn. It's actually a way of showing love to our family. Yeah. If we live on all of our earnings, if we live um, on more than what we earn, it, it is not a way of loving your family. It is not a way of showing love and care for them. It is a way of basically loving yourself. Yeah. By sacrificing some of the income for future needs, future opportunities, you're demonstrating sacrificial love for your family. So you have an emergency fund. You get out of debt. Yeah, that's the, that's the next one under this umbrella here is getting and staying out of debt is a way to protect your family today and provide a better future for them tomorrow. Yeah. Because understand debt is borrowing money that you hope to have in the future to think you're going to have a better life today, where in all reality, you're going to have not as good of a life in the future because you're borrowing that money from the future. Borrowing money always results in a lower standard of living. Yeah. Now, you may have been able to buy something that you think raises your standard of living. Like, I, I bought a really nice flat screen TV, so now yeah. I've got a better standard of living. But remember, you now have less disposable income because you are paying for that flat screen TV for the next five years Yeah. at a high interest rate. You are basically having to pay the bank. Right much more of your income than you would have had to pay had you thought ahead. It's not a loving thing to do. And today, if you wind up putting something on the credit card, I've sat down with quite a few people through our Stewardship Lifestyle Seminar across the country, and recently we're seeing interest rates between 28 and 33 and a third percent. Yeah. That's, and if you're doing that over a few years, you are not providing for your family. 
you're throwing money to these credit card companies and they're yeah. doing phenomenally well and it's making you poorer in the long run. So we want to make sure that we get out of debt and that will help us take care of the needs for our, for our family today mm. and also tomorrow. Mm. What's our third spear? This is probably going to surprise you. Are, are you sitting down? Because a stewardship podcast is about to tell you to spend money. Um, the third sphere, <laughs> the way that we a way that we can show love is through generous gift giving mm. to our loved ones. Uh, this is this is a, a an important. I think this is an important thing for us as a stewardship podcast to put out into the world as a corrective against some potential excesses where we're so tight with the budget. We're so frugal. We're so afraid of getting into debt that we don't demonstrate the love that we have for our family because we just give them just little trinkets. Yeah, and, little and, morsels. and, you know, I, I understand that to an extent because you don't want it to be about materialism and consumerism. We don't want gift giving to be about those things. I agree. I, I wholeheartedly want us to fight the impulses of consumerism and materialism and buying love. We have an entire Christmas episode about that, that very thing. However, God is a lavish, wise gift giver. He gave us way more than we deserved, way more than we could have ever asked or hoped for in Jesus Christ. Amen. And and one thing that a good and godly family can do with their kids is give them generous gifts, ones that don't break the budget. It's all done within the financial constraints exactly. of wisdom and prudence, but give generous gifts to your kids as a clear verbal, physical expression of the love that God has for them. I got a verse that ties in with Please. that. Matthew 7, 9 through 11. Which of you, if his son asked for bread, would give him a stone? Or if he asked for a fish, would give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give good gifts to those who ask of him? And I love it. It says, give good gifts to those. He doesn't give the leftovers. He doesn't give just the bare necessities. He gives the right thing, the appropriate thing, yeah. the good thing. And I think we should try to model that mm -hmm. in Chris, uh, in our gift giving. So there's an element now that we need to be cautious about making an idol out of our preparation or our generosity. Mm. What, what do we mean by this? Mm. Yeah, let's put this in context. Remember, we talked about the three spheres. Right. We show general show love in our stewardship through through giving, through saving or living a lesson we earn, and like saving, paying off debt, and then through gift giving. So we want to go back to saving for a minute and say, hey, you know what? Savings is an important way of showing love, but at the same time, some of y'all, and, and I'm looking at me, and I'm looking at Drew, and I'm looking at Tyler. This is some some y'all. You got can, your southern can, twang going uh, on there. Can, can turn that goal of savings and building that pile of of cash into an idol itself. Yeah, 
into something that prevents you from being generous with your giving to the church and maybe even giving to your loved ones. Yeah, there's a difference between saving for a rainy day, saving to be generous to somebody, and hoarding. Absolutely. That's the thing right there. Yes. There's a big difference between that. And where is that line between trusting God and providing and protecting for our family through savings? Yeah. And we need to process those things. So, Drew, what does savings done right look like? You know, it's out of a love for your family and knowing the realities of the messed up world that we live in, we want to have reserves that will carry us through these problems and complications that are going to hit us. Yeah, that reminds me of Proverbs twenty-one twenty. right? In the house of the wise, not the house of the rich, in the house of the wise are stores of choice food and oil. But what does the foolish man do? He devours all that he has. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's savings done right. But let's talk about gift giving yeah. done wrong. Yes. And that's, and I've seen this over and over in my years of being a pastor. It's making up for our failures as a parent. And we try to purchase the favor from the The recipient, the affection. And this is manipulative and very much people-pleasing. And we got to try to have others love you or the stuff that you give them. That's gift giving done wrong. Well, yeah, I look, the fear of man is a real thing. Yes. And there are so many of us who who think about gift giving from a fear perspective. If I give this, what would they think of me? If I right. only buy that, what will they think of me? I, last year I bought this many things or I spent this much money. This year if I spend less, what are they going to think of me? Look, that I mean it's a legitimate concern perhaps, totally. but it's not a legitimate Fear at the end of the day for for affecting your gift giving. You shouldn't operate out of fear. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but around Christmas time, it's really easy to get into the mindset of um, I got them something last year, so I have to get them something this year. And then before you know it, like yeah. year over year, you're just getting your family gifts out of obligation. Yeah, and maybe that's gift giving done wrong. That's a good where point. We're reminded uh, in this episode and by the scriptures that you know we want to give good gifts out of love, right. to our yeah. loved ones. Yeah. So, so does that mean I don't need to give you a gift this year, Tyler? I guess so. Uh, you don't love me enough, Drew. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> I'm not talking about the love. I'm talking about the well, gift. I mean, I catch myself so much in this. I'm, like, I'm with you. Like last year in particular, we're like, okay, we had a budget, right? We're looking at like, oh, we have to give everybody this and this and this and this. We're like, well, how are we going to do it? And it felt more stressful than probably what it should have felt. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it's definitely convicting because I think we go on autopilot and maybe we just don't even process mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the things you, you said something that you have that budget and I can't stress this enough because it is so important to have a gift giving budget when it comes to Christmas and you build that into your entire year, you bake it into it and you have those people that you're going to give gifts to. And sometimes other people won't get stuff or they get something smaller, but you don't break your budget for the purpose of gift giving. You you don't go there. Yeah. Tim, let's talk about gift giving done right. And this is gift giving out of love, right? Tyler just went, went to it, right? Gift giving 
is done not out of duty or obligation or begrudging, you know, frustration. It's just done out of love. We love, that's why we give. So when you're going through the shopping and the thinking and the planning, think about how much you love the person that you're giving the gift to. And remember that it's not just a, a demonstration of your love, but it's also a demonstration of the love of God yeah. through the gift that you give. So um, you're not trying to purchase their love for you. You're trying to demonstrate God's love for them. And then we have some examples. Uh, uh, you know, be actually we don't have examples. We need to be an example of generosity towards those that we give gifts to. But again, heart check. Many times people give gifts out of expectation or duty or obligation. Are are, are we giving out of love mm. or? Are we giving with some kind of string attached, an expectation of of either affection or a tit-for-tat kind of response? Yeah, if I yeah. buy them this, then they need to spend at least that on me. So think about your gift giving and make sure you give gifts out of love and for the right reasons. So as we wrap this up, what difference would it make if you gave your gifts this holiday season out of love instead of obligation. How might that reflect the love of the Lord, not just this year, but in the years to come? And if we're asking self-reflective questions, I have one more that I just thought of as we went through this. What if, as we're constructing our budgets for 2024, instead of just looking at it as some sort of operational necessity, mm. what if we looked at our budgets and processed how we can love the Lord our families, and others through the entirety of our stewardship in 2024, not just in gift giving or savings? How can we use our stewardship to love those who are in our sphere of influence? So well said, and and because our focus through our stewardship lifestyle seminar that we do, uh, a large portion of what we do, we talk a little bit, we talk, we talk about budgeting, and budgeting is a love letter to your family. Not just the immediate family, but your extended family too, to make sure that you're you're going to be a blessing to them by not being a burden to them in that way. So very good. And that's why we offer our personal stewardship reviews, because some people need to kind of figure out how to be that blessing instead of drawing from their family. And then other people that are that blessing, how can they learn to be even a greater blessing? As we wrap up this time, we have talked about hope. We have talked about peace. We've talked about joy. And now we've just talked about love. And these are all aspects of the Advent wreath and this Advent season. And because of our experience of the love of God, we can demonstrate God's love through us towards our families and to those that are in need as we generously love others through our stewardship of what God has put into our care. May this season, this holiday season, as we're wrapping it up now, may this be one that you can maybe emulate anew, or maybe for some, it's possibly your very first time, emulate biblical stewardship of what God has put into your care, and living out hope in the Lord, peace in the storms of love, joy that exudes out of you because of God's working in your life, and love through your proper and generous giving to family, friends, 
and those in need. God has done all of these things for you, plus more. And now is a time to emulate his character, his work, and his blessings to the world and to those around us. Well, thank you for joining us on this Christmas episode of the Stewardology Podcast. Go to stewardologypodcast.com forward slash idea to share your idea for episodes that we will tackle in the new year. That would be fantastic. Also, uh, actually, we have a great backlog of of, of ideas, but we, we always we love to get our audience ideas because we like to fill them in and fit them in sooner than perhaps it would otherwise show up. Take advantage of your free stewardship review. Go to stewardologypodcast.com forward slash review, where you can meet with one of our team members to help you become an even better steward of all of your resources. Rate us on your podcast catcher so others can find this helpful information and go to our website, stewardologypodcast.com for all the, all kinds of helpful show information uh, and resources. All right. Until next time, take care, God bless, and remember that all of our hope, all of our peace, all of our joy, and all of our love only comes because of the finished work of Jesus Christ, who was born in a manger. God bless. Thank you for joining us on the Stewardology Podcast, where financial stewardship and theology meet. We'd like to help you take your next steps in biblical financial stewardship. First, subscribe in your podcast provider to get the newest episode delivered to you every week. Next, follow us on social media and visit our website at stewardologypodcast.com. There you can find our social media links and our entire episode archive. Remember, some trust in chariots and some trust in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. See you next week on the Stewardology Podcast. Securities and advisory services offered through Genios Wealth Management, member FINRA and SIPC.